0: Hey, I love boys I just fucking love them I love hanging out with them I love learning their stories I love the physical aspect of the relationship and yes, while I love the person I'm with now beyond measure I've also really enjoyed the men I've dated in the past I loved being single and on the make I even loved being married and on the make But that's a whole other story. And luckily, I can see that chapter with more compassion for myself now and gratitude for my then-husband's patience and forgiveness. But the fact remains that I really enjoy dating. Maybe it's a testament to my fun, safe dad. I don't know. So when I read KP's question on the thread, I wanted to get to that one first. She asked, teach me how to love dating. It's so exhausting, even when I've stopped getting my hopes up like I used to. It's a drain on my time, energy and money. I recognize it as a necessary process, but I'm really over it. I was with my ex-husband for all of my 20s. So starting at 30 was my first time really dating ever. Tell me how I can enjoy this. Well, you nailed the problem, KP. You said dating is a necessary process. It's exhausting. Sounds like you're describing a shitty job, an obligation. Do you remember how fun and non-exhausting it was to have a crush on someone in middle school when having a boyfriend was hardly an expectation, much the less a necessity? Let's get you there, my sister. I know, it's easier said than done. But if this idea resonates with you, I have a plan. First, let's take dating off the table completely for now. You gotta shake it off, girl. You may still be carrying the energy of disappointment and loss from your last relationship or whatever groove you and your ex fell into. Maybe a less romantic and more task-oriented vibe. I'm making it up, but there was some negative groove, obviously, or else you'd still be together. You need a factory reset. Back to awe and amazement. A lot of people stay in the dating pool even when they're not feeling good about it. Think about it from this funny perspective. If you're a kid and you're having an awful time in a real pool, you're cold, you're bored, you feel ignored by the other kids playing in the pool, why force yourself to stay, right? Get the fuck out of the pool and recalibrate. I have the same advice for you. Get the fuck off the dating apps and recalibrate. I know for a lot of us, there's that sense of tick tock every day, week, month, year that goes by and you're not in a relationship. It's a whole day, week, month, year that you're farther away from your happily ever after. But newsflash, there is no happily ever after. That's a bullshit story that Disney marketers created. It's there to create feel good vibes around various brands. The only thing that is real is happy now like moment by moment and if you're not happy now inside the dating pool, then let's get you happy now outside it. Stop chasing some fantasy future and create an awesome present. Even people in long term relationships have to focus on happy now or else they have shitty marriages or end up divorced. Yet another tough lesson I'm happy to have learned on your behalf. You're welcome. Here are some ideas, easy and more advanced options that really work for me. One, indulge your inner artist. You may be thinking, "Um, I'm not an artist, although with this bunch, probably not. Your flowing creativity is an important part of your life force, and you need to make sure it's unobstructed. When I'm generous with my own inner artist, I'm simply a tastier, more lush version of myself. There's a group of readers of this newsletter, hey girls, that I did Julia Cameron's 12-week Artist's Way process with this year. And sure, you can do it with a group of friends too, but you can also borrow some of the concepts and include them in your routine without the big commitment. For starters, write morning pages every day. That's three pages of longhand, stream of conscious writing the very second you wake up. Sleep with the notebook and pen next to your bed and set your alarm 25 minutes earlier. You do this every single morning. It's like clearing the clogs of your psyche. Another good one for this purpose is go on an artist date once a week. This is like dating yourself. Go do something alone that you love, something that you've been craving but have deprived yourself because of time, scheduling constraints, or simply because you're waiting to do it with someone else. It could be going vintage shopping, to an exhibit, seeing a garden, or exploring a new neighborhood. Shut down your phone and open up your senses. Number two, go for a walk every day. I know this may seem like such a luxury, but that's the whole point. Surround yourself in luxury. Real luxury that matters. My bestie David and I go for a walk every morning. We call it walk therapy. Some days we hit Riverside Park, but most days we go on adventures in Central Park. And each day, at least once, one of us just grabs the other's hand because we've spotted something just so breathtaking. We lower our heads in reverence. Truly. Even in Manhattan, Mother Nature is just so awe-inspiring. We always take pictures, even though we know the pictures will never capture what we experienced in our bodies and souls. And of course, we're always deep in discussion about what each of us is processing in our internal lives. This mix of talking and secular prayer really sustains me. You brush your teeth every morning, you eat multiple meals every day, Walking in nature is just as important, but we edit it out as a luxury or a hobby for the weekends. Do it, my sister. Do it. And if you can do it with a beloved friend, all the better. Both of your lives will change. David and I didn't have time for this either, but when we started to feel the effects, there was no going back. It's like deodorant. You need it. Number three, deepen your relationships. Getting comfortable with intimacy is so important. Yes, you can sit there and talk about squid game ad nauseum. You can talk about that fucker at work. And yes, those endless political discussions contribute to keeping us from connecting on an intimate level. I like to use the time with my friends to swim in deep waters together. I learn so much about myself. I learn about my friends. I want you to start doing the same if you're not already doing it. One tool that can make it easier is Esther Perel's new card game. Where should we begin? I don't play it as a board game per se, but I grab a random stack. Whenever I'm going to meet a friend for dinner. I even brought the game when the bear and I recently went on vacation. It's just so easy to fall into negative or superficial communication traps. This keeps the conversation flowing toward intimacy. And yes, it can be uncomfortable at first. But aren't we all just seeking the road back to connection? The more connected you are with yourself and the people you already love, the more you can show your true self once you're out there dating. Instead of being superficial with guys you meet, you'll have the emotional musculature to talk about real things. When we get to know people on this level, no one is a waste of time. And once you're comfortable in these types of conversational spaces, you'll be better able to recognize whether a guy is a good match for you before you even take the conversation off the app. Number four, get to know your own body. Masturbate. Masturbate often. Masturbate when you have your period. Learn what gives you pleasure. Vibrate in pleasure. Mic drop. (laughs) Number five get uncomfortable this is a barfy one I'm sorry but I think it's important background so the parent I have the most healing to do with is my mother most specifically I have always felt unseen as you know I don't consider this bad parenting it's best she could do parenting basically my mom was so wrapped up in her own stuff that she just didn't have the bandwidth to really be available to me And so in the way Earth School always works, I manifest significant others who are similarly emotionally unavailable so it can come up for healing. So right now I'm in that zone and really feeling those feels and it's hard. I don't need to tell you, you know what it feels like when your old emotional baggage is getting kicked up by life. The bodily sensations it causes are so uncomfortable if you even allow yourself to feel them. Many people just grab an edible glass of wine or a donut when they feel the sensations coming on. But anyway, last night I was really feeling it. So I zipped out to my mother's place and I did these two exercises. Mark Willen, author of It Didn't Start With You, prescribed for me. Buckle your seatbelt. Okay, the first one, I put my head in her lap. David and I call this whole series of exercises Snatch Fest. Sorry, I know that's crude, but if you can't use crude humor with your best friend, who can you be crude with? And she pets my hair and says different versions of the following script. Atusa, I've got you. I'm going to stroke your hair until you feel safe. Now to be clear, this is not the level of intimacy I have with my mom. If reading this makes you cringe, then yes, times 10 for me. So yes, the experience is super uncomfortable because the whole point of doing this exercise is that your mother is not attuned with you. The petting feels like I'm a cat that's being pet in the wrong direction of my fur growth. It feels downright awful. But as uncomfortable as it feels, you stay in it. You stay in it. You stay in it. For me, what happens is I come up with ways of soothing myself through the misattunement. I find a breathing technique with some visual component to it as well. I come up with it in the moment and in time. The first time it took me like 30 minutes. It gets easier and eventually you start to feel good. You sort of know when to stop. I stop when the negative charge is over and the feeling is more pleasant. Then we move into the second exercise, which is an energetic simulation of breastfeeding. I know, I know, I'm laughing too. Just stay with me. And by the way, I also can't fucking believe I do this stuff, but I'm 100% committed to healing, and while there is no magic bullet, what I'm sharing really does work. Okay, so my mother and I sit in chairs across from each other. We grab wrists, I'm grabbing hers from underneath. My shoulders are back, my chest open, and I'm pulling her wrists from my heart. Her script goes something like this. Take, I have enough, take. When you were little, I was distracted. When you were little, there were too many people living in our home, I was distracted. You needed me and I couldn't give you what I wanted to, but I can now, take. I've got enough. Pull in more energy. I've got enough. You don't have to do this on your own. You don't have to be independent. I'm here now. We can attach now. We couldn't then, but we can attach now. Take more. I've got enough. I'm not weak. I keep pulling and taking in energy until I feel complete. You keep your eyes soft and mouth gently open with your tongue relaxed during both exercises. And yes, this script is specific to my particular woundings, but I have a suggestion for how you can tailor make it to yours. So keep reading. You might be wondering how the fuck do I even approach something like this with my mom? Honestly, you're the biggest block. That thing inside of you that's activated right now. That's like hell to the no. Yeah, it's just an invisible fence. Just blow it open and approach her. Say something like, I've been learning about attachment issues and I think we have one. I heard about this exercise, will you try it with me? You may want to learn more about attachment styles in this really easy to follow course, Attachment 101, that Mark Groves and um, Sylvie Caucasian put together at Create the Love. You can tweak the script for your parent based on your own attachment style and circumstances that contributed to it. The big takeaway, though, is when I do these two exercises, it shifts things very deeply. I feel really lucky that my mom is alive and I can do this work with her. Oh, and she has sort of zero idea what the hell we're doing, but she will, to her credit, do whatever wacky shit I ask her to do because she feels badly about how things went in my childhood. We did it last night, and it really gave me the attachment I needed from the original source, her and gave me so much clarity in my relationship. We project so much of what we needed and didn't get from our parents onto our significant others that it really just complicates things. And of course, it also taints the dating process, which is why I'm sharing it with you. And I just wanna reiterate, these exercises are not remotely easy or pleasant for me. Last night when I went to my mom's place with all my good intentions, I'm going to snatch fist, I gleefully told all my friends on the car ride over. I immediately felt triggered by our small talk conversation and I was sitting there thinking, how the hell am I going to put my head on this person's lap and let her pet me? But this is a form of self-love for the girl inside me who desperately needs her mommy. I had to energetically push through the armor that I've created to protect myself emotionally from her. I had to do it for the girl inside me. You can do anything for the girl inside you. She deserves it. You deserve it. We deserve it. So there you have it. A few different thoughts about how to resource yourself so you're in a better place to enjoy dating. Some easier than others, but all a commitment to yourself a commitment to loving yourself instead of seeking that love elsewhere. The more you fill up your own love tank, the more fun you can have with dating. You wanna be the kid who's excited to play in the pool with the other kids. You know that kid, the one who gets that mischievous look in her eye before she cannonballs right in the center. That's how I want you to enter the dating apps. Here I am, motherfuckers, let's play. (laughs) From that place, Dating is a super fun exploration of interesting new people. It's not an easy process getting there, but you will get there. Just stop looking for shortcuts and come on this journey with me. So please come at me with more questions. If you're going through it, chances are I have too. I will keep answering dating questions, so keep asking them on the dating thread. I'm here for you. 24-7, 24-7, as always, at Atusa, at